Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. Yeah? I must put over, though, that this intro outro isn't going to be as long as usual because what we did, folks, is we did that thing where we try something new. <laughs> so for our prediction show, uh, for the Royal Rumble 2020, we thought, hey, Raw's in the can. Let's go and record the predictions now. We roughly know all the matches. Carrillo versus Andrade will probably be added as a pre-show thing. Does the Cruiserweight title still exist on the main roster? Or is that more part of TakeOver land now? Is Who is the Cruiserweight champion? Uh, don't, tell, don't tell me, Pete. I'm just going to guess. Lince Dorado. Let's say that's. Let's, so yeah. let's go with so, that. Lince Dorado is the uh, the cruiserweight champion. How far off was I? Pretty far off. Who is it? Angel Garza. Yeah. Oh god, I was going to say Leo Rush. <laughs> that was going to be my guess. Oh, okay. Angel Garza. Yeah. Yeah. And Angel Garza's the guy who proposed to his girlfriend in the ring and works as a heel. No, no, that was Lashley and Lana. God damn it! I just get anyone who's not white confused (laughs) (laughs) anyway we thought let's go and uh record get ahead on the predictions yeah but laurie's like yeah that's right i'm shifting the blame laurie's like let's try something new here's a really funny video from funhouse let's film it like they filmed theirs let's just copy their format because the wrestle talk news format was lifted wholesale from what uh, was it? source fed yeah which doesn't exist anymore so it's now copyright oh yeah WrestleTalk. oh yeah yeah i'm gonna find brothers the, the <laughs> crap out of it <laughs> no one can watch anything and have an opinion i trademarked it uh but the yeah so because we've we've talked about it we've got a larger office now that we work in the reason we went for this larger office is so we could turn half of it into a shooting area so it's not just that because this it may look big if you watch the video version of how we record this, but it's all an optical illusion. Oh, yeah. How big would you say this room is? This room is, I mean, it's not big enough to swing a cat. Like if you gave me a cat, I don't think I could fully swing it round. Netflix might make a documentary 
about you swinging that cat if you did it in here. Yeah, well, it's because you'd kill it. Tiny living. Mm. That that's it. We're we're like we're yeah. What is it called? Do, well, tiny you, houses. I, tiny that, house nation. That reference works too. But have you not seen the Netflix documentary? I effing kill cats or something. What? No. Apparently it's really good. Yeah. It's about a That should be Netflix's tagline. Netflix. <laughs> Apparently it's really good. Because that's what everyone says about every show that goes up on Netflix. Apparently it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right there. But the it's about uh this it's kind of like catfish. The And the Bosselman. And the, yeah. With the well the, the the format of the the brilliant MTV show. Uh, where this horrible troll person has posted a video of themselves online. This is all real. All It's a documentary of him killing two cats. Ugh. I know, it's gross. gross. But this community of people decide to go full-on Columbo and track this guy down. And wow. I don't know what happens from there. That's just a trailer. But I've, my, my friend told me, who I trust the opinion of, that it's riveting. Almost, it almost feels like we're going to end up in a tickled situation. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. Because apparently I was like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, actually the subject matter sounds too much for me because I love cats. You do. And Even though you can't really be around them. Yeah, because I'm horribly allergic. <laughs> he said, well, there's a bit where the guy who's that, like the, the community that this community set up a Facebook page and they're all talking about evidence. And then all of a sudden someone starts trolling them in the Facebook page. <gasps> he has infiltrated the guy who killed the cats has infiltrated the Facebook page. Oh, no more. I don't want to hear any more. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm in. Apparently it's really good. I'm in for it. And Luke, you'll be happy to know that isn't one easy digestible 90 minute thing. It's four, four hour episodes. You're joking. I know. What's the point? <laughs> Uh, I'd also like to, because uh, we're keeping this short. Actually, no, we didn't even finish oh, the story. Oh, I didn't finish the go. Went off on a few tangents. So we recorded our predictions video in there. Uh, me and Luke are still going to do predictions on the podcast, but we're going to probably do that in the magazine show on Friday. Yeah. So one of the bits of feedback that we had over the weekend, <laughs> when we put the call out on Friday, so why are podcast listens down? We got your feedback. Pretty much consistently across the board, it was all the same feedback. We don't like Pete. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm joking actually there's only one person who emailed in and said they don't like Pete one person said they didn't like Andy one person said they didn't like Laurie but every other email was just there's too much wrestling yeah and so what we thought was well there's probably then too many wrestling podcasts so we won't do a predictions podcast like we usually do we'll just try and do the predictions within an intro of another podcast yeah and well you know like I imagine this uh, this Sunday we won't put up a highlights, lowlights thing. No, we'll just put up the review when it happens on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So, so look forward to that. But I, I really do hope you go over to the YouTube channel and check out our predictions video. Mm. I haven't seen the finished product yet. Laurie's editing it. He's a great editor. We don't use him in that. We don't use him like that usually because he's so well better suited elsewhere. But editing was what his job was before he came on board with us. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what he does. I, but don't, I don't think I'm going to be very good in it. So that's oh, my no, worry. you're really funny. No, that's my worry is because I'm not like, cause I, I think I'm funny in a very different sense. Like I'm not funny in a... To like, look at. Well, yes. I'm, I'm not funny in a stand-up sense. Mm. Like I'm funny if we're just having a chat, but that's not having a chat. That's stepping up to a microphone and doing a bit of stand-up. And that's where I sort of fall down. That's not Maybe. my... Maybe. I, th I think it went okay. I think you were really good. Oh, I think everyone was really good. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I'm curious to see how, it, how the finished product comes out. It's a mix between having a chat, but also 
someone has to go up to the front yeah. and make a pick and everyone kind of makes fun of that behind their back. <laughs> Speaking of uh, predictions and stuff, uh, Wrestle League Season 4, I think we're on now, comes to a close this Sunday with the Royal Rumble. If you want to compete against us and get in your own predictions and start Season 5, which I'm reluctant to say will be monthly because we still don't know if this portal's going to, this online portal's going to make everything easier. Have faith, it's all set up. Oh, God. Uh, we're trusting on our web guy who just does not get back to emails. <laughs> Do you think he listens? I, if he does, maybe this is the only way I can get through to him. <laughs> I've tried everything. to contact him. When I am trying to ring you through WhatsApp, that's desperation for me. You know, I've text, I've emailed, I've normally WhatsApped. If I'm using the voice call function on WhatsApp, I'm at the end of my freaking tether, Pete. That happened on Monday. Sorry, my phone was on <laughs> <laughs> He'll be contacting you through Kick next. Yeah. TikTok. I'll send you a few TikToks. That's what Pete's generation's into. But um, I, I, but of that, we also wanted to send a thank you out to everyone who did send feedback over the weekend. Uh, yeah. It was really, really nice to, to read. You all sent very detailed and thought out uh, responses. We're not going to go through them on this podcast, obviously. But thank you to everyone who did reach out. If you've got any other feedback, please, you know, get in touch. We're open to mm. open to hear it. And we'll have some more email correspondence in the Still outro. Still didn't finish the story. Yeah, we did. We recorded prediction. Oh, yeah. So we moved a lot of the equipment we used to record the podcast in the soundproof studio. And we put it in the office. And then we brought it back here. And then... Simon plugged everything in wrong. Yes. <laughs> so me and Pete have had to fix everything. And I know Simon won't listen to this. Mm. So... We can blame him. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm going to blame him when I get back to the office as well, <laughs> and just so he's aware. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Go. Cool. Should we get into the show? Let's do it. So we're going to be talking about the Lana and Lashley and Rusev and Liv Morgan segment to start oh this show where, well, stuff happened, stuff bad. Here's the show. <laughs> a tag title change in a pretty good match and what was a very hot angle an excellent match between Rey Mysterio and Andrade a ladder match with the United States title which set up a new challenger for Andrade Vince McMahon looks at that run in order and says no no we should make the mixed gender tag match the main event I'm going to disagree with you on that one I think that Paul Heyman looked at that and was like let's change the running order and I think it's a running order that makes sense because yeah, yeah. you had the hot ladder match to open you had the big tag title match to end our two start our three and what has proven to be a ratings draw in the Lana Bobby Rusev storyline as your main event angle to keep people hooked in for our three like we've seen statistically this storyline is a draw. It's a ratings draw. The mm -hmm. the wedding episode was a, a huge ratings bump for them. I think that that, red, that wedding angle has killed off interest. So I don't know whether it's going to remain a ratings bump. But it has been a ratings draw. So it made complete sense to me to be in the, the main event of the third hour. I just forgot it was happening. Yeah. Because when that tag match happened, I was like... Why is this? Where? What else can possibly... Uh, Eric Rowan squash match, obviously. But what else could be on this show? And then during that match, they had a little graphic in the corner that said, by the way, the uh, intergender tag match coming in. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when that happened, I th- when the tag match started, I thought, hello, 45-minute end, end tag title match. I, I've watched Royal Rumble go-home shows before. There's going to be a big brawl because AOP came out at yeah. ringside. Ultra Unit, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe came out at ringside. I'm like, everyone's going to get in the ring. It's going to be chaos. I love it. But no, it was a 10-minute match. Yep. And AOP just never resolved a brawl around the arena with Ultra Unit. They totally resolved it. They came out to celebrate with Seth and Buddy <laughs> at the end to be like, we're fine, guys. It's okay. It's an interesting idea to look at a three-hour Raw and be pragmatic about it and say, well, the third hour of Raw always doesn't do as strongly as the first two hours. Always drops. If you're looking at it as the most viewers happen in the second hour and in the first, and then the third, you're like, well, I'll put my biggest storyline to headline the second hour. Mm-hmm. They used to do this all the time about a year ago between 2018, 19, and remember, even 17. Do you remember when the Cruiserweights were the third hour? Yeah. And you use that, that final hour to sort of develop your mid-card storylines because not as many people are watching it. It's an out-of-order TV show. It makes pragmatic sense. It makes sense on paper. I get the argument. But unfortunately, I think everyone is conditioned to remember the thing they leave with. And that is the main event angle. And this not only wasn't good, it killed the crowd. And it just shows that this has been a terrible storyline from the get-go. It had a bit of fun come into it. A lot lot of fun come into it with the whole insanity of the wedding angle. That was perversely fun. It was car crash TV. But it turns out there was never actually any substance there or anything good. It was just ridiculous. It was just, I can't stop watching it. When they, when they added Liv to this storyline, that was when I was like, okay, you are just making this up as you go along because that Liv surprise return had nothing to do with her videos. And then you see Liv make her entrance here during this match. You're like, well, that's not connected to those videos either. Nor does it feel like the same character that was at the wedding. So we, it just feels like we are booking this week by week by week and it is car crash tv and the problem with car crash tv as vince russo really should have learned from is that it might work one week but it's just not going to work the second week or the third week or the fourth week it's an interesting point about live that you made this was the first time we've seen her in her ring gear and what has changed Nothing. she hasn't got a green tongue and her she's got hot pants instead of tights yeah that's it Like, the rest of her look is pretty much Riot Squad. When she came out, she did the kind of Harley Quinn hop around. There was nothing really to differentiate her. In fact, she was a better character in the Riot Squad. I always thought, you know, she was the least best wrestler of the three. But she actually had the most cartoonish character, which was really engaging to an extent. So this here, and having her lose... In this match, I know she didn't take the pin, but having her lose as well. Got beat last week. Rusev, this is three straight defeats to Bobby Lashley in this storyline now. Like, it's now gone past the point where I'm willing to sit around and go, ah, but there's gonna be a big revenge thing that's satisfactory at the end of all this. Like what you know, we've had reports that Liv Morgan was added to this storyline because Paul Heyman saw something in her and wants to push her at a main event level. And she's got a main event story off the back of it. Rusev as well. He reportedly still hasn't re-signed with the company. His wife has, Lana, but he hasn't. And apparently Fightful reported this. He is expected to re-sign because this storyline is going to make him look really good coming out the back of it. 
Now, that's not me just getting caught up in all the reports and backstage news stuff. That's also the story they've been telling on TV. But I think they've just gotten too greedy. Vince likes it too much. They're going to extend this thing out to WrestleMania, oh, whether we like it or not. I, I mean, I said at the wedding, this is going to Mania. Yeah. When, once they added Liv to this, it's like, this is going all the way to WrestleMania. Yeah, because what happened, uh, Lana came out and did a... You know, she's very good in I, her character. I know people don't like Lana's promos, but I really like them. I think she's getting really good heel-he out of them. I think she's very good in her delivery. I think she she makes the stilted dialogue that these wrestlers are given and makes it sound natural. I think she's very good at acting her way mm. around the terrible scripts that they're given. Yeah, and, and maybe the people who don't like it, they're being worked. I, I think she's really effective, but it did not work for this crowd. As soon as she came out, and it's probably the main event structure, like putting them in the main event slot. They just died. Yeah, they died at death. She, she tried to death get a, last week as well. She tried to get a chant going with, I think it's time we all say thank you, Bobby, and thank you, Lana. No one. It didn't catch on. Mm. This was, we joked about Chris Jericho trying to get a sort of you suck chant going against him. This was far more pathetic than that. Yeah. This was desperate. And then the actual match started. There was only five minutes. I mean, I've written... Barely. Barely any notes. I've got... Lana and Liv start. They do basic stuff. Rusev and Lashley tag in. Lana caused the distraction. Heels win. Yeah. Yeah, there were two distractions there. There was actually quite a nice near fall, I thought, that Liv Morgan broke up. But yeah, Rusev. Rusev's going to set up for the matchka kick. Lana holds his leg. Bobby hits the spear. That's it. And I just like that this storyline had gone over the bump of momentum anyway. So it's, it's on the downward trend. And now you beat Rusev and Liv. You can't. I, I don't see where you go from here to tell a compelling story. Well, let's look at the last time they did this exact booking, which was only in October, <laughs> when you had Andrade versus Sin Cara. Yeah. And Sin Cara and Andrade were having a one-on-one -on -one match. Lady Door made her debut to mm. help Sin Cara, but actually Andrade still won. And then they did the tag match the following week between Sin Cara and Lady Dor versus Andrade and Vega, where you're like, oh, right, well, now Lady Dor is here to even the odds. And they still lost. Yeah. And then Sin Cara left, and we've never seen Lady Dor again. So I'm just saying, if history has taught us anything, we're not seeing these two again. What, Liv's going to get dropped from the storyline completely? Pretend She'll like, do her own thing. Pretend like she's never... Well, I was going to say, has she done her Lady Dor? Did she do her own thing? Yeah, well, I, she might turn up in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> they need 30 women. Carolina or whatever. Yeah, they couldn't even figure it out <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, I don't know. I This, to me, in a larger view, I mean, Rusev's not going to re-sign, right? Why would you? He's a smart guy. He's a funny guy. He can't look at this and be beat three times in a row and think, ah, oh, if I re-sign, they're going to push me properly. I get that one win. And that, that, that's it, then I'm a yeah. superstar again. Yeah, so I just, you can't have faith in this company. And if Rusev does re-sign, I get that his wife's there, but, man, John Moxley's wife's there and he left. It's it's a bad creative decision. It's going to tie Sorry, you up. It's a bad creative. Creative? It's going to tie you up for three to five years when you're in the prime of your career. I just, if, if he does that, like, I can't... You've lost. I was gonna. I at the start of this year, I was almost convinced that Rusev's not gonna re-sign. But I mean, was it Fightful that had the? They think he is no, going to. Very important wording. WWE officials oh, think they, he's they gonna re-sign, re and they said the exact same thing about Moxley. Yeah, I 
can't see him re-signing. Yeah. I, I honestly, I can't see him re-signing. I hope he doesn't. Point. Just one more thing from a Reddit moderator who was at the show. This I thought this was very interesting. interesting. Uh, was at the show. Everyone was confused about the mixed tag team match being the main event. Some people even left after the tag team championship match. A group of guys in front of us asked us if there was another match after the show ended. You could see their disappointment when we told them it was really over. So there was no dark match. Like they usually do. They put on like a big star power thing at the end. No, Rusev, this intergender match was the main event for everyone in the building too. And as you see, like a lot of people just assume the, the night was over. When we've seen Raw live before, I remember the, that one we watched. I thought, oof, well, this must be the main event now. It happens. <laughs> I've got an hour left. We had this mate like... <laughs> it was uh, Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe, I yeah. think. We were like, yeah, this must be the main event. Until I turned you, was like... They haven't done anything with Dean as the GM. <laughs> and then they announced Dean versus Miz. And, then, and that was when I told you, was like, oh, this is only the end of hour two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's brutal watching WWE live in the building. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one, with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops, if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Uh, let's do our Patreon shout-out. Indeed, yes. Yeah. So if you want to become a patron on Pledgehammer, then I know it's a patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. And if you donate at the $25 and above level, you get your name shouted out with a fun little cool wrestler name gimmick attached to it as well. We're currently nearly finishing up our recording of Royal Rumble 2001, sort of like a three, four-hour podcast reviewing that show. We're going into a lot of detail about what was happening at the time. Um, so that should be going up this week. And then next week, we'll have our drunk cast going up. But crucially... This Sunday is the end of season four of WrestleMania and the start of season five, where you can join in on what 
we are tentatively saying is a now a monthly thing. We've got this cool portal that you can enter into via your Patreon login. And we're going to have, yeah, we're, it, it's going to be a bigger version of Wrestle League. Yeah. That is going to be monthly as opposed to being seasonally. Yeah, and it's not like a Google sheet where you just go on and enter and then you're like, oh, I have to fill out another one if a match is added. It's like a proper yeah. login thing. So it's, it's Build, good. Building this from the ground up. Yeah, we've taken your Patreon funds and we've invested it in Patreon. Yeah. Aren't we fantastic? So thank you, the jester, Ryan Kester. Oh, you get Whoa. a cheap pop as well. Ari, the boozer weight, Feldberg. Thank you very much. Never wrong, Tyler Wright. Objection, Whoa. objection. Full, sorry, fistful of crisps, Chris Christofferson. Yeah. Moving sideways, Kieran Crabtree. Oh, thank he's you very much. Sideways, Jack Daniels on the Carl Rocks. Whoa, yeah, he's a sexy man. Sexy man, not an Andrew Gross man. Gross. Yeah, Laurie Blake's personal security, Dave Humphrey. Whoa, cheers, Dave. Probably better than Kyle. Philip O'Reilly. Big, big there. claim. Big claim. Girls on film. Erica, Erica Duran. Whoa. New kid on the block, Ben Newcomb. Yeah, Thank you. Marky Mark. No, that was the funky bunch. And lastly, the power couple. Where are they? They're over there because ah, you asked to move them yeah, all yeah. off the set. The power couple, Stephen and Giovanna. Thank you so much. Ollie said that he hates seeing all this nice stuff that fans I have I didn't sent. say that. I said I want to have it in the office where we can all see the stuff while we work. <laughs> Let's get on to your soot, soot, soot super chat to see what you guys think. Uh, nothing on the Rue 7 Liv Morgan bit. Yes, there is. Is there? Oh, no, there isn't. Sorry. It's just in the raw miscellaneous. Do apologize. Just a lot of people uh, being angry. I'll, I'll get through these. Wilson Simons, no audio lads, crying face emoji. Yeah, we these discovered the quite quickly. So there's go to the podcast intro and outro <laughs> for uh, this episode today we're going to a bit more detail but we've, we're doing our Royal Rumble predictions video which is going to be going up uh, today yeah 8pm UK time 8 or 9 haven't quite yeah. figured that out and we've done it in our new office so you're going to see our office where we work we thought we'd do it as this new sort of fun style that Laurie's really like he's working on he's sort of like leading that means we had we had to take all of our equipment down to record it and then when we brought it back and I mean I'm I'm going to put my hands up because I did something wrong Simon plugged everything in the wrong hole yeah, name of uh, his his <laughs> sex tape. Uh, and Ben Isaacs, silent time with the boys. It was a silent time with the boys. And uh, DX Solo, friend of the oh, podcast, wow, DX is in. Said support wrestle sign because we we had a presence there right in the was it in the Andrade Ray match? Yes, we did. Where did Dominic you, was. Did you not mention it in your review? I didn't know. I haven't got time for marks because you just hate fans. No, it's uh, it's very hard to get through three hours of stuff in a four or five minute review. So I can't, I just can't, I've got a my in my head I can't mention anything. I mean I'm not one to like point fingers or anything, but I mention every single Wrestle Talk sign <laughs> at an AEW show. So just who do you think loves the fans more? Let's do a few uh, raw miscellaneous. <laughs> you didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I'll take over, man. Uh, Colostopia says tag division is only there as placeholders for the title until the main event needs them. I mean, but that's the way it's always been. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, overall in the macro, it's very disheartening. But 
But right now, the Viking Raiders weren't really getting over with them. This is a really good way to cement Seth's new faction. I think it's a good move. I think it's I a think very smart move, actually. When they announced it, I was hoping it yeah. would change. I really was. Uh, Ryan Sanderson said, Has Seth won the tag titles with more unique parties than anyone by this point? Kane's John gonna... Cena, surely. Oh, has Cena done it a lot? Well, Kane's Cena... won it with everyone. But Cena won it with like every one of his WrestleMania opponents. Yeah. Because that was always the storyline. They were the tag partners that couldn't yeah. get on. Uh, Jericho has won it with a few people. So Seth has done it with Jason Jordan, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, yep. and now Buddy Murphy. Yeah. So four different partners. Yeah. I think there's got to be out there. So ha- someone have a look. Research for us. Mr. Doback McIntyre is fantastic. Yes. I, I that, Spoiler for the review we were about to do. That was my favorite match of the night. Wow. More than Mysterio Andrade. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> well, wow. Loved it. We'll get on to I'm that. I'm so shortly. into McIntyre right now. Uh, the Zornice, Murphy won the title and trousers, but lost his entrance. Ah, well, Seth's got the. He's got crap music anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, Murphy's music was <laughs> dreadful. Uh, GTP Forever said if they're going to have a bullcrap main event, they could have had R Truth involved. He's hilarious at times, but still not main event material. I don't know. I, know, I, I love our truth, uh, but his comedy has become quite tired for me, especially with, around the 24-7 title. I don't think the answer to save that segment was truth. Uh, we'll have two more here. This first one from Oblivious Carrie, who said, Did you see all that blonde hair in the main event? Yes! Oh, it was glorious. Blonde people. Blonde people everywhere. Do you think that's how Paul books? He's like, <laughs> Vince, Vince, just imagine. Blonde people. Blonde people everywhere. Been like, you have me a blonde. <laughs> and Tim Arn said, "Have you guys ever wondered why make it, why everyone makes a big deal out of the number one entrant in the Rumble and the number two entrant starts at the same time?" We talked about this last week. Well, yeah, because even at number one, it's easy for you to say, "At number one, I've thrown out twenty nine people," as opposed to number two, and I've thrown out twenty nine people. That maths doesn't add up. Mm. But at number one, you've thrown out twenty nine people because even then, you have you've never thrown out all twenty nine of yeah. them. It's it's a, it's just the way it is, though. It's yeah. like an Irish whip. No one, you would just stop running. (laughs) Let's get back into the show. Thank you for everyone's super chats that have come in so far. Very generous. And for the other stream that we screwed up, uh, we'll be getting to those at the end of the review part. So... Do we have a community tab? Uh, no, I forgot to put it up. <laughs> <laughs> we are firing on all cylinders today. Yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble. It's Royal Rumble week. We had a big day yesterday. Yeah, yeah it was busy. Uh, so this is Go Home episode. Opens hot off the closing angle from last week's Raw, which is where Buddy, Seth Rollins and AOP all raised each other's hands as part of this super faction. And it opens with them coming down to the ring. Okay. They look great together. Badass in all their suits. Buddy's in a suit. Yeah. Oh, there's black suits. Or the black suits and the black T-shirts. I think it looked pretty badass. I like this crew. I think Triple H might have a hand. <laughs> In how they present themselves. We are backwards leather leather paddy caps away from this being a full Triple H faction. So the Monday, Seth's got a new t-shirt as well. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of done up like a sort of Italian Catholic church. Stained uh, glass. Stained glass window thing. I, I love it. I just, if you told me, I, I've said this before, but if you told me in the thick of all of Rollins' bad Twitter stuff that he's going to 
become a serious heel. I'd have been like, I, it's not going to work. Yeah. He's got to lean into this obnoxious side of him. But he has just knocked it out of the park. And I loved this promo where he said, you know what? I wouldn't be here without you fans. It was really mm. like sycophantic, but also at the same time, it's true. Like, he wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for all you fans. So it was this sort of, like, double-meaning promo. I thought it came across really well. There would be no Monday night beside. Thank you to the fans for believing in me. And then they showed a recap of Buddy Murphy joining the group. And Seth, it's now time for people to make a choice. The battle lines have been drawn. You're either with us or you're against us. And out comes Kevin Owens mm. and Samoa Joe. And I was sitting there waiting. And Alistair Black... But I was wrong, man. I was totally wrong. They did not add Black to this group. Not yet. I think it might happen <laughs> in the Royal Rumble. Well, they, I felt like they'd moved him on. Like when he had the little squash match. Like, oh, yeah, you know, he's I, definitely got something to do right now. <laughs> yeah. He had the segment after this. I was like, yeah, he definitely he seems like he's far away from the storyline now. I thought Samoa Joe was excellent here. So cool. He was so good. He made me want to see a Joe versus Seth match. <laughs> Which just doesn't work. Yeah. It's a, we've seen it so many times. They they just clash in the ring. It doesn't work properly. They've got no chemistry. <laughs> it's like watching you know two people who've never had sex before awkwardly try and take each other's clothes off. There's a image for you. <laughs> uh, and they 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 come out and they're like, well, we didn't come alone. Yeah. And out come the Viking Raiders. Well, I mean, this also set up the fact that Kevin Owens definitely watches Botchamania because he did say. You talk too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% trying to get himself onto Botchamania. They all yeah. watch Botchamania. Yeah, they brought out the Viking Raiders as their backup. And the Viking Raiders got a reaction because all of a sudden they're involved in a main event storyline. And was like, oh, wow, that's cool. As opposed to just coming out and being like, the bird in the rain, the title of the challenge. And the crowd just go like, what? Sing Brothers don't care, mate. Yeah. But this, you put them into a storyline, all of a sudden people care. I really liked how, Ron, you know, old Rollins would have gone, uh, well, no, we'll do it later, we'll do it later, or, like, try and find a way to worm out. But they, when they, he said, come on, then, let's do it now. It's four of you, four of us. The baby faces start coming down the ramp. And I'm expecting Seth to stand behind AOP or slide out the ring. He just stood there, mm. arms open like a cross. He's, he's on fire right now. Yes. It was amazing. And then he went at it because... What's making this Seth faction work so well and why I so approve of the tag titles going on to Rollins and Murphy is that he's backing up his claims. Yeah. He feels like an actual threat. It makes sense why the rest of the roster, after that, you know, when he did cut the promo on everyone and everyone just walked out on him, I bet there's a few people backstage now in kayfabe going, huh, well, Buddy Murphy became a tag team champion the week after he joined them. That's what I love about this, particularly when they have the promo later on, where he's like, Buddy Murphy, you know, he joined the Messiah, <clears throat> and look at him now, a tag team champion. Yeah. I thought it was ge a genius bit of booking. I thought it was a, a masterstroke. Yeah, and so, so now you've just got to... I'm really curious to see what will happen in the Rumble and how people might side with Rollins. Mm -hmm. And what I really want to happen, Rollins tests them by them sacrificing themselves. Mm. You know, they just eliminate themselves. It's like, if you want to join us, step over the top rope. I don't, okay. It could oh, okay. be really good. I mean, uh, sounds a bit of fancy booking warfare. But, you know, it's all right <laughs> well, it's coming back tomorrow. Yeah. So subscribe, enable notifications. I'm going to be doing some fantasy booking. I've overbooked it to all hell. <laughs> 
so many spots. It's going to be like three hours long. <laughs> uh, we got a Mysterio versus Andrade video package. Caruso alert uh, to say, you know, to confirm the tag title match for later on. And then something I thought would get nearer the end of the show. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. I was fully expecting Dominic to be in this match mm. because he felt like he, like he felt like the focal point of that video package. Being yeah. like, and Dominic, and Dominic, and Dominic, and Dominic. I was fully, particularly with the like Rey Mysterio being in a ladder match. They brought up the Eddie Guerrero SummerSlam ladder match. I was fully expecting something there. We didn't get a Dominic at all. Instead, we got Umberto Carrillo, who was at ringside this whole time, but didn't actually get into help. Yeah. Yeah, their, their, their misbooking of Carrillo continues. Do you think that they might try and retcon them into the same character? <laughs> Dominic they'll, Umberto. They'll just start saying he's Umberto Mysterio. Oh, I was going to say, you put those little glasses <laughs> it it onto tidy. Umberto They don't Carrillo look that dissimilar. Just be like, I think it's the same person. And then the like, same hair. Yeah, like they, they could be like the new Bella Twins act. <laughs> And Chuck Kane Velasquez in there as well. (laughs) Ray gets busy. Yeah. He's got loads of kids. So this was like all crazy spots. I was actually stunned to learn it's the first ladder match on Raw since 2007. What? Yeah, yeah. That's not right. They said that on commentary. Lawler and Miz had a ladder match on Raw. TLC match. No kidding. Yeah. Hot damn. They said this. (laughs) You got me. This is the first ladder match since 2007 on an episode of Monday Night Raw. I love a ladder match. Yeah, well, clearly, Creariv do not like it as much as you do. Um, But this was just like all spots uh, all the time. Mm. And I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed them. A couple of them didn't quite go to plan. There was one where Ray was sort of hanging from the, the. strap thing that's yep. holding up the thing. and he was meant to come down and do a hurricane runner but they both just sort of collapsed the sunset power bomb didn't quite work out either but when they got their spots right it was terrific stuff and particularly the closing one of the hamlock ddt onto the ladder bridge that yeah. was great spectacular stuff it was really good stuff yeah uh, and i don't want to sound like i'm damning with faint praise but the i preferred last week's match yeah i, I thought that you asked for this i know i know <laughs> What a uh, typical fan you are. Ma- maybe, maybe it had two ad breaks. Yeah. So I, I felt like just as I, I, I wanted to see the full twenty-minute version of this match. Really, uh, it's it's a pay- This should have been on pay per view. Yeah. Like I really, it should be in the place of Shorty G versus Sheamus at the Royal. There Rumble. are enough matches on that Royal Rumble card. I am actually shocked at how many matches are on that yeah, card. It's going to be a long one. Uh, but Vega got involved as usual. She sort of sat on top of the ladder so Ray couldn't reach up, and that allowed Andrade to hit the Hammerlock DDT through another ladder for the finish. Uh, there was a really contrived bit where there's a ladder set up in the ring. Go to our break, come back. And there's two ladders wedged into the ladder that's standing upright and then the corners. Yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> it's been three minutes. Yeah, but I thought it was, it was good stuff. And then afterwards, uh, Vegas started to pull up the mats so they could do the hamlock DDC on the floor. And all of a sudden, at the start of this match, Ray went around to celebrate with people who were all dressed like Ray Mysterio. They all had the Ray mask on. And one of those fans jumped over the guardrail to protect Ray took the mask off to reveal it was Umberto Dominic. Carrillo. Oh, yeah. I, I was expecting it to be Dominic. But it did make me think, like, well, where were you when Vega was interfering all the time and stopping Ray from winning? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. And unfortunately, he has he has challenged Andrade for a match for the US title at the Royal Rumble. And that's the exact sort of thing that they'll just add last minute. 
And he's just going to lose again. Pre-show, mate. He's going to lose. So what's the point? They, they just Carrillo is, is going to... They flattened him out to an almost irreparable degree in just four months. It's stunning. Well, look at Cedric. They yeah. did the exact same thing with Cedric. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I just uh, I just need to say it. Uh, Pervioli is going to come out. Selena Vega's outfit was incredible. <laughs> Pervioli just slid into everyone's video there. <laughs> Do you want to... I just need to say it. I need to say it out loud. Do you want to defend your uh, Martin Luther King joke from the <laughs> from your review? Folks, I know it's Martin Luther King Day <laughs> in the US on Monday. And WWE, as they normally do, ran a video package for Martin Luther King Day. This is who MLK was. Look at the good work and social impacts he still continues to have to this day. Vince McMahon loves Martin Luther King. Loves him. I read an article just yesterday about how King effectively came up with universal basic income. Hmm. And if you read into some of his speeches, he was proposing as much... And he's like back in the 60s. And, you know, now that's becoming quite a, a part of political discourse today. But I made a joke that he was a newly debuting wrestler. And this was a video package to introduce him. Which is a very, very funny joke. And I think a lot of people have said that it's a very, yeah, very funny yeah, joke. Yeah. And a, a few people have, have, for whatever reason, assumed that's offensive. It's, I don't know how you can be offended by it but some people and this is the one that's got to me i've just said oh no it's uh, it's because it was martin luther king day <laughs> so they just assumed i didn't no, no, but you it's did, fine didn't know who martin luther king yeah. was uh, alistair black very quickly beat a jobber for enhancement talent well you know what i thought i i would have liked him to have done something after the momentum from winning against murphy last week there's so much you can do there but he d- this was a good squash match. Yeah. Kick oh, straight out the game. Yeah, yeah. My worry is that this is what he was doing before his buddy storyline. It's like, it's, we're going backwards yeah. now. We had, you know, weeks of squash matches, then this sort of Buddy Murphy sort of mini storyline, and now we're just back to squash matches. We Essentially, we felt, landed on a snake and fallen down to square yeah. one, even though we were always on ladders. I can only I hope. I know, that's a good one. Thanks, man. I can only hope. And WWE do this a lot. Ah. Uh, we can't do your storyline now because it's Royal Rumble on Sunday. It'll get lost in the shuffle. Let's do it on Monday because sometimes mm-hmm. they see those post Big Four slash five roars That's as a reset. reset. Yeah, uh, I you know I don't agree with that. I think you could start something now, have it run through the Rumble match itself, and it just makes it you know that momentum is still rolling over. Uh, but I'm hoping that's what they've done, and is they do the have something for him. Everyone else is on Raw. <laughs> we got a Brock Lesnar promo. They did a recap of last week's very funny segment with our truth. Uh, Paul Heyman's dressed as Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, it was a great suit. Yeah, it was sort of really nice. Coloured check thing. Yeah, uh, he just said that people take Lesnar for granted. He's going to be number one in this Royal Rumble, and he's going to go all the way through to the end because no one is worthy of getting the ring with Brock Lesnar, and Ricochet proved that. Yeah, because Ricochet came out saying, I'm not afraid of you. I'm I'm a superhero. I'm not scared. And then he walked up to the ring because he said he's not afraid and then had to take this sort of like deep breath before he got into the ring, got into the ring. Brock Lesnar kicked him in the dick and walked away and said, no, I'm not scared. Yeah. And that was it. So Ricochet uh... looked like quite the chump. This was terrible. <laughs> it was no good. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ricochet has, I think, 
is can we say that it's been a total failure yet on the main roster? Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's been US champion, so at least they've done something with him. But it's, like it's more than you could have said for Andrade's first year. It's just he's been sanity. he's been Finn Ballard. He's just a guy in a slot who is insanely talented. And he's just there. You're short. Yeah. It's it's a real shame. And to to come out and do the whole... He, I don't think he said, I'm a superhero. No, but he did say, I, I was that scared isn't in my vocabulary. Like, it was a bad promo. He's not great at promos anyway. To give him this kind of dialogue and scripting is just... It, it's cutting, him, cutting his legs out from underneath him. And yeah, and Brock just kicks him in the dick and walks off. Makes Brock look great. I do like how Brock and Heyman have started exiting past the announcer's desk. Yeah. That's a cool trait. But yeah, this this was the complete opposite end of the R-Truth segment from last week. Completely, yeah. Here's my favourite match of the night. Come at me, bros. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I loved, loved, loved this match. Well, I'm going to let you hit. You take the floor. Wax lyrical. So this was off the back of last week's three-way, where Drew pinned AJ Styles after Claymore and Randy out of the way. So, you know, there's some something there between them. And Drew comes down, and it's it's kind of like a tentative, respectful opening where they're, you know, big guy wrestling, feeling each other out. And then Drew hits this huge chop on Randy. And Randy, who has been reinvigorated since he re-signed with the company, and he's getting all these great programs. He's working with AJ. He's working with Drew. People that actually motivate him, it seems. And Randy has this, sells it perfectly. Just goes... His selling of it was amazing. And the crowd reacted it to, to yeah, it as well. Because Randy sold it yeah. so well. And from that moment, I was just completely into this match. Because it, I guess that's from a story element. The stuff with Ray and Andrade, it was spot, 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 ad break, spot, 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 ad break. I never really bought into the emotion like I did last week. Here, I was I was with them every step of the way. And this was all back and forth as well. Yeah. It wasn't one guy beats up the other guy for ages and the other guy makes a comeback. This was <laughs> back and forth stuff. It made both guys look really, really good. The only thing I didn't like was the finish. And the only reason I didn't like the finish is because like, the OC ran down, but the referee didn't mm. call for anything. The ref just sort of like left the ring. And then that was it. And I was like, huh. That was awkward. That was, it was just, you yeah, just, just needed like, a bell. That's exactly it. I used to the ref to call for a DQ and mm. be like, it's a double DQ, no one wins, and it's, you know, the match gets thrown out. Yeah. But they just, the ref just sort of bails, and then Randy, like, Randy and Drew sort of clear house, and Randy's got a steel chair, and he looks at Drew as if he's going to hit him with a steel chair, and he throws it down with sort of like this respect of like, no, no, no you and I are on the same page. RKO. Yeah. RKO's him out of nowhere, walks away being like, I'm Randy Orton. But he I doesn't get was, the last word. No, I thought, I thought that was really good. Drew grabs a mic. Throws it down, says, get me a mic that works. <laughs> they give him another mic. And he's, he's selling and he's like, you know, I'm, when I, I hope I get in the ring with you in the Royal Rumble at the same time because I'm going to kick your head off. I'm going to kick your bloody head off. Oh, I loved it. I'm going to mean event WrestleMania. A very significant thing. And it's like my new favorite segment of the week happened in this match. I'm calling it. What did I call it? <laughs> Light chaos. <laughs> Very nice. So last week, just randomly, uh, the, the, the priest for Bobby Lashley and Lana's wedding tried to get in the ring as they were thrown to commercial and two security guards tackled him. It turns out that was planned. 
And it, it, you know, I, we don't know why it was planned, but this is Paul Heyman. It's got Paul Heyman written all over it, where these things just happen that don't actually play into the story, but just add an atmosphere of anything could happen. And in this match, Randy and Drew are fighting near the sort of uh, ring type timekeeper's area, and a Claymore misses Randy and just completely annihilates some backstage member sitting at ringside. They killed this poor dude. Drew stands up and goes, he literally <laughs> shrugs his shoulders and then they just keep wrestling. Yeah. It does. And, and you just see in the background some EMTs run down and attend to this poor guy. Lights chaos. All in the background, doesn't play into the actual finish. It's really nice red herring stuff because you keep doing this over time. Eventually, it does play into the finish. Mm. I, I and I, I reckon we'll get at least one of these spots a week now. I th- I, yeah, mm. I liked it, man. I thought it was good stuff. Really I really enjoyed it. this. Uh, Caruso alert! There's women on the show. Would you believe it? <laughs> Briefly, oh, Charlotte Flair said that she's going to win the women's rumble in what has been the most poorly built women's rumble of all time. I, There's I, been three. No, I would argue it's the most poorly built Royal Rumble of all time. Like, name me a Royal Rumble yeah. where heading into it, you've got four people announced. Yeah. Like, this is woefully bad. And when, I'm, when I say that, I do mean sort of like in this modern era yes. of, of wrestling. This is, there's four people. It's Charlotte, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, and Sarah Logan. Mm-hmm. And there's one story going into this, and that's that Charlotte's going to win. Uh, I don't think it's been good stuff at all. And, yeah, I think it's just bad. It's just, I feel like a broken record with this, but WWE's Women's Evolution was just for Ronda Rousey. It was only there for Ronda, and now that Ronda's gone, they don't care. And it's the Charlotte show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real shame, and it's not like the other elements of the women's division are on fire. It just feels like lip service at the moment. I made a joke I'm pretty proud of Ooh. in the Raw review. I said it's Paul Heyman. Oh. It's not Paul Heywoman. <laughs> and it's just like, that is one of the... the the bad sides of Paul is that it doesn't he, he does prioritize male storylines yeah and, and you, you've got the women have just felt like an afterthought ever since he got the book really for Raw and after this we get Becky Lynch versus Kyrie Sane which was fun but this is the go home angle yeah and it's still all around Becky losing confidence has she lost confidence is it a strategic thing to make Asuka complacent I don't know and it's making me not care and yet it's still somehow better than AEW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, Raw's women's division is better than AEW's uh, women's division. Yeah, because they've got... They, they can, <laughs> Becky and Asuka is a program that you could just book into oblivion, yeah. and I'd still want to see it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Becky and Asuka. <laughs> totally. Uh, but yeah, Becky came down, cut a promo, something about Asuka making soup on YouTube. Did I miss this? Yeah, I think it's one of our YouTube things. Uh, and Asuka... To, Becky Lynch took on Kyrie Sane. Nice to see Kyrie back. This is her first TV in-ring appearance so since TLC, yeah. TLC, and she got the concussion. Uh, Asuka awesomely just sits on the ring post like a lifeguard, heckling Becky throughout the entire match. Yeah. I thought that was a really, really nice part to this. Uh, but Becky manages to overcome both of them and taps out Kyrie Sane, which is fine. You tap out the tag team partner as you head to the, the final boss, so mm-hmm. to speak, when you get to uh, the Royal Rumble this coming Sunday. So I thought that was nice, simple booking. I just don't think that the storyline has particularly worked because it has, as you said, it's been built around Becky not having confidence. One week it's about contract negotiations. Yeah. One week it's about her, I thought, you, you know, 
outsmarting her by being like, oh, I'm so afraid, throat punch. And then off she goes. And then the next week it is like, no, no, I am afraid of you. So I don't know where the storyline has really been. Mm. Yeah, after that, we got a very nice Rocky Johnson video tribute package. Lovely. Of course, sadly passed away last week. WWE are just very, very good at making those sorts of things. They're the best. Yeah, Absolutely, they're the best at it. Yeah, yeah they are the best in the world at that. Uh, not Renee Young alert. Asuka speaks in Japanese and then says Becky is not ready for Asuka. What a terrible... Is this the champion you want to be? Oh. <laughs> Shut up, not Renee. <laughs> and then we got Seth... Our main event yeah, right, in sure, spirit. Event. Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy come down and then AOP come out yeah. in a, with a separate music entrance. And then the Viking Raiders come out and Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens come out after them. Yeah. So and and then they all like I thought this could be big time. I thought there was so much they could do here. Unfortunately, it was just a ten minute bit. Really, mm-hmm. it's, they, they sort of underserved all the potential. Yeah. So like the, Owens and Joe and uh, AOP got into a brawl around ringside very early on, yeah. and they both they all brawled to the back, and they said they've been ejected from ringside. So I guess that was the conclusion of their fight, where they got ejected but from ringside. What, do they just stop brawling, though? Yeah, security <sighs> kept them apart, and then that was it. They were pushed into separate locker rooms. I just thought, you know, considering how the Rumble go-home shows usually do, I thought we would get camera backstage. Now everyone's brawling with them. They brawl down the ring. <laughs> Like a sort of cartoon cloud where yeah. you just see hands <laughs> and stuff hit people. But this was some really fun stuff and yeah. uh, quite a fun little finish as well with uh, Murphy hitting the V trigger on row, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And then Rowe sort of like falls outside the ropes. Murphy distracts him, uh, distracts the referee so that Seth can hit the curb stomp on the apron. Row rolls back in and Buddy Murphy pins him. So not only is now the Buddy Murphy is a champion, he's the one who picked up the pinfall. Yeah even though it was from Rollins' move. That doesn't matter because the, the story is but Murphy got a win, which is what he hasn't had in this whole Alistair Black feud. But now he's not only did he get a win, he's a tag team champion. I This was my favorite stuff on the show. Oh, yeah. And this Seth Rollins Messiah faction versus Joe and Owens is my favorite thing in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just tremendous stuff. Yeah, just to add to the, the Murphy win... It was Rollins handing Murphy yes. away. So it's it's just if you kind of look at everything as this Jesus-like figure that Rollins has become, which is so weird that we always used to call him CrossFit Jesus, and he's morphed that into the Monday Night Messiah yeah. thing. It is like here you go, my son, and just passing the victory over yeah, to him. Yeah. It just it's it's fantastic. It's and then they celebrate up the ramp. Yeah, and AOP just come out and like, okay, cool guys. So. Uh, you're the tag champs, right? We're the tag team. Right? Yeah. But I, I also like that aspect of it from a Rollins like, perspective being like, no, you know, there's a tag team match coming on. We've got a tag team here, but it should probably be me. Well, yeah, a lot of people have said, I don't know how genuinely they believe this sentiment. It's just a fun thing to point out. But they're like, uh, have the tag team win the tag titles in the faction. But I, yeah, I agree with you. I think this is actually the smarter way to do it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have a lot of super chats saying that. Yeah. Uh, and then they celebrate backstage. Not Renee walks up to them and Seth calls it a new beginning and said this Sunday is going to cement their dominance when he wins the Royal Rumble. Despite the fact I think all four of them are in it. Mm. Rollins is winning the Royal Rumble. And as sort of like his disciples, 
they would step aside so that he could win the Rumble. He is the Messiah. I don't know if they are in it. As, as I said, I'm, if I was mm. assumed that all four of them, I think Murphy's I mean, if they it. are, they've, Raw's got like 20 entrants if they're all in it. Murphy's definitely in Okay. But I don't know if AOP are in uh, we got the Street Profits reprising their weekend update comedy segment. Ooh, uh, comedy. You know what? I thought they were actually pretty good and the material wasn't that bad. But, uh, yeah, but uh, that was the same as the last time they did this. I thought the last one was the first one was bad. I think they are good, mm. but they're given very bad material. But the main joke of this, I guess, is that they don't like reboots or like uh, Dawkins said, I hate reboots. They keep rebooting everything. And then they showed a picture of Miz and Morrison as a tag team again. Mm. And it was like, oh, actually, no, it turns out I love reboots. Yeah. And it, it's the Street Profits are so much better than what they're being used for. Uh, so it's a shame that they're using them in these comedy roles. I did like the uh, the video package for Sexy Otis with yeah. Val Venus's music. Yeah, it was Val Venus's, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite bit. Then we got Matt Hardy coming out from the noughties versus Eric Rowan. Uh, Mick Foley was not a fan of this. Wasn't he? What no, did he say? if you if you cover you cover this, I'll, I'll bring up his tweet. So Eric Rowan came down. He's got the cage. Uh, they have a brief back and forth. Eric Rowan goes over to the cage, reaches inside it. He gets bitten this time. New wrinkle. He slams the cage on the steel steps, presumably mashing up whatever was inside it. And then Hardy attacks Rowan, but it doesn't matter. Rowan overpowers him. He's got the red on his hand from where he put it in the cage, and he claw slams Hardy in the ring to. Yeah, squash Matt Hardy very decisively. Yeah, Mick Foley tweeted, not crazy about seeing Matt in such a lopsided loss. Yeah, and Matt Hardy isn't that crazy either. <laughs> if you watch today's WrestleTalk news that went out before this, he tweeted about, you know, he, he, he was the 17th worldwide trend mm -hmm. after that match. And he tweeted about that and said, you know, I, I don't think you'll be seeing me on TV that much anymore. Yeah. But you know, his contract's up in February. Yeah, and Jeffs is up in the summer, I think. Mm. So he had time added to his for the um, the injuries and stuff. Uh, there was also Vic Joseph, bless him. Oh, by the way, NXT Worlds Collide is on this Saturday. <laughs> they got a throwaway line. They've gone from winning Survivor Series. Which has never been followed up on. To having 10. This is legitimately the backstage plan was for a while. 10 NXT wrestlers in the, run, the men's Rumble match to none of that. Someone um, actually tweeted me saying that the um, WWE's Royal Rumble by the numbers uh, video actually advertised as all three brands going head to head. So this has clearly been the plan up until very, very mm. recently where they decided to change it. Yeah. Because, yeah, Vince doesn't want to care. Well, Vince doesn't care about NXT anymore because AEW got their second TV deal. That's my, that's our theory. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I just, I, I just said they don't care anymore. So they would, they had no plans to follow up on Survivor Series. Yeah. Be, I'll be fascinated to see if they're in. Survivor Series this year. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, so this is this wasn't a straight squash for Rowan. It went slightly longer. Uh, but yeah, that's it. After that, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe said to not Renee Young backstage that they'll be in the Rumble match. Uh, and yet Triple H says said in an interview, we might not do the NXT stuff in the Rumble because we might do a Raw angle. Yeah, And I mean, there's fucking 15 guys in there from Raw, so that seems yeah. to be the way... And then the Sing Bros try to trick Mojo Joe Rawley for the 24-7 title. But I like this. Rawley was like, no. No, no happening, mate. Power slammed one onto the other and walked off. Mojo is invincible to the roll-up. 
which has been how you always win yeah, this title. Yeah. And if you can't roll him up, then how are you ever going to get the belt off of him? Uh, overall, I actually thought this was a really solid show. Really good show. Three really good matches. Uh, Drew Orton, Andrade Ray, and the tag title match with the title change. Loved it all. The only real bad thing is the Women's Rumble has been an afterthought. And... The main event was absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. What did you score it? I gave it a low core. Hmm. I think, but I'm, you know, it's really only that last segment. Yeah, I that's think bad. I, I know, actually, I, initially I would have gone high three, but mm. after chatting, I think I probably would have also yeah. gone low four. Uh, right, let's get on with your su- 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 super chats. Please keep still getting them in so uh, we-, we can answer them before we get out of here. Uh, raw miscellaneous Bradley Fetzer with a very generous, Ooh, very uh, super generous. chat. If WWE was to do the 12 Disciples thing with Seth, who else would you guys like to see? Personally, I would like to see EC3, but Vince hates him. Keep up the great work. Eric Young, maybe? Eric Young would be a good one. Yeah, you've kind of got to do the, the reverse... It's a Dark Order gimmick. Who's mm. been losing? Who could benefit yeah. from siding with them? I think some women would be a good addition if you're going to have a full 12. Yeah. You need eight more people at the moment. Nine, technically, because Seth wouldn't be his own disciple. Yeah. Uh, so I'd Sarah Logan. I was going to say, there's plenty of women to pick up on because if you're not Becky or Charlotte, your role is to just lose. Mm. Um, probably live at this point because she's not, <laughs> winning, she's not winning anytime soon. Rusev. <laughs> yeah. And you sort of want you sort of want heels. Buddy Murphy was so perfect for it in, in hindsight. For me, I don't want to add too many people to this. Group. Yeah. Like I I know like thematically it's nice to have the twelve disciples, but I just you don't want it to be NWO yeah. levels where it's just like twenty people come out to the ring and you're like, this this got mm. quite silly now. Uh Fergal McClements. You missed one? Uh no yeah. Probably let oh. oh yeah, no, so oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically the same question. Have he let Andy out of his cage? If they are going to do the 12 Disciples with Seth, who will join next? Maybe Andrade, or keep him on a separate angle. Well, Andrade's winning at the moment. Yeah, he's got the US title. Yeah. Uh, but maybe, you know, Carrillo. You know, all these people that you've booked into the ground. Cedric. Cedric. Carrillo, yeah. Surely there's more. Matt Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, th- those are the sort of people you want going with Seth, and they, he turns around their winning ways. Mm. Uh, Fergal McClements, what could happen in the Rumble that would make you A, sad, B, mad, C, amazed, D, excited? Uh, well, amazed and excited would be Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle having a stare down with Brock Lesnar. It's like, that. that's my dream. That, that's my dream moment for this Rumble. I want that, but with Keith Lee. Yeah. I don't care if it, there's no history there. I just want Keith Lee in it. Mad, uh, Brock Lesnar winning. Yeah, and sad... Um... A tag team eliminating the other member. Yeah. Yeah, like Otis eliminating Tucker. But it's every man for themselves. Save it to the end. We're as tight as it gets, but in the Royal Rumble. Justin James, do you think Jeff Hardy may return at the Rumble? Uh Uh-uh. His court date has been pushed back till after WrestleMania, and I believe he's still injured. Think so, yeah. Pavi let Andy out of his cage again. Umberto saves Ray. Ollie should have been Pentagon. (laughs) It should have. Uh, Pavila Andy out of his cage again. Drew chopped to Randy, made him double think resigning. Yeah. 
I think if you go to AEW or New Japan, it would be a say, lot worse than that. It would be a lot worse than that. That's probably what he was thinking. He was like, well, it's not a Kenny Omega chop, I guess. <laughs> uh, Matthew Burledge. Brock sounded silly when he said not scared. Not scared. He did. His voice was weirdly high. This is why they've always had him with managers. Yeah. It's because promos were never his strong suit. My old housemate when I was at university always used to do his pressure. He'd be like, I don't like you, Kurt <laughs> Angle. Uh, NC Kitty Fishing I figured AOP would be tag champs and Buddy and Rollins would get the other titles huge fan of you guys well, thank you thank very you. much we're huge fans of you yeah I yeah I, I like Kitty Fishing that's a fun name I think AOP can win it back later yeah uh, well not win it back but you know win it later uh, Atheist News as much focus went into Raw versus Smackdown versus NXT at Survivor Series do you think it's better slash worse that brands aren't a factor in this year's Rumble but it's not a brand supremacy thing that's like that's the for me that's my problem with Survivor Series is that it's all about brand supremacy that never really means anything um, but if you've just got 10 from each brand in the Rumble then you can do that mm. it's not about the brand you're a part of and when you say as much focus went into it at Survivor Series, I disagree because there's been no focus on NXT at the Rumble. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, not even on NXT. No one's talking about it. And and Nate drops surname, Rusev, the next disciple after three straight losses, potentially. No, no, probably just burying him. <laughs> Would love to see Black go far, maybe even eliminate Brock. That's a huge one. Yeah, that'd be pretty Brock cool. would be fun, yeah. Uh, on Wrestle Talk in general, Injection says today is my birthday. Nineteen years old. Hey, happy birthday! Emoji. Happy bloody birthday! Um, do you know what's terrifying? Actually, I um, I put on a, a beanie hat the, this morning because it's quite cold here in the UK, and my wife said to me, "Oh, what are you wearing that for?" Because it's not particularly stylish, and I've got a, a Super Mario Brothers three badge on it, and um, I was like, "I'll have you know." I bought this hat when I was 14 years old. Whoa. And then my wife reminded me, that was 20 years ago. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're right. This yeah. So my hat is older than you, Injection. Oh, sorry, it's me, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Pavila, Andy Adams Cage. Can you guys do a compilation of all your messed up live intros? We don't. We don't have any. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll just be quiet as well. It's usually the sound not working. Also, did Lana use the Lana Day gear to piss people off or she didn't care? No, that's her gimmick is that it's Lana Day. It's not about Rusev Day anymore. Yeah. It's Lana Day now. So, yeah, it, it just makes sense for her character. It was weird she came out in a gold gown and then revealed that. I th Maybe it's the attitude error in me. I just thought I was getting a bikini. <laughs> if if and a Jerry Lawler on commentary yeah, as well. If a woman wrestler walks down in WWE wearing an extravagant robe to cover something up, I'm like, well, it's going to be a bikini under there. <laughs> Sean Turner, uh, you guys are overusing Caruso alert. Annoying bad. Oh, well, you're the first person to say it. I mean, I use it about once or twice a video, so it's not that. That often. That's too often. Is it too often? Uh, Josie Quinday says, new title video, audio buries WrestleTalk live. <laughs> um, Pavi says, is it really WrestleTalk if there's no sounds? Yeah, Wrestle Silence. Uh, the Real YT, did anyone notice a WrestleTalk sign at the beginning of Raw last night? Yes, it was awesome. Thank you very much to whoever, whoever held that there. You are supporting WrestleTalk. Indeed. Josie Quinday, uh, back in my day, WrestleTalk was two guys in a room with a wall of T-shirts <laughs> talking about wrestling and Luke doing a Booker T voice. There was also audio. Yeah. Yeah, that you can say many things about the old setup, but it always had sound. Because we'd always test beforehand. We got complacent in our old age. Uh, Gazzatola of Rock and Roller. Hi, WrestleTalk. Haven't watched WWE since the BT Switch, so thanks for keeping me up to date. But I'm risking a telling off from my boss to be here. Shh. 
Thanks, Gaz. Thank you, Gaz. Don't let, don't let your boss see. Just have it on another tab. Uh, ben Isaac says, "How do you think? Uh, how do you think the new Channel Five deal will work for WWE?" We were talking about this. We we need to have more details. Really, I think it's a definite positive. That's yeah. that's how I became a fan as a kid. Yeah. I'd watch watch uh, WWE on Channel Four. Yeah, during the Attitude Era. Yeah, I, I, we're gonna get so we're getting an hour of Raw and an hour of SmackDown, sort of like edited, condensed versions of Raw and SmackDown oh. in the oh. week on Channel Five, which is available in every home. It's a terrestrial channel, and NXT UK will air midnight on Wednesdays uh, on Paramount. Um, which I think is on Freeview. Mm. So that's also a really big deal as well. So it's tape delay stuff, whereas BT is still very much live. So there's kind of a nice balancing deal for uh, BT and, and mm. Channel 5 in both senses. I think it's good stuff. I, I only hope for Channel 5, though. Do you remember when they had WCW and they used to put the like Batman 66, like, baff, um, like things over the top of it to no. like, stop the violence? So I'm kind of hoping that we get more of that again. Oh, it's a nightmare to edit. Ah, a weeb in the wits. Okay, a weeb with weed. Let's just say I was at Progress 101. Blank is the future because they haven't aired who who yes. that, uh, that is yet. But I completely agree with you. We've been saying it for a long time. Yeah, he is something else. Uh, Dalamar Abdi says, hey, guys, just found out after some research that since June 2017 uh, to present, the, of, uh, the Colognes have only wrestled two TV matches as a team, which were on SmackDown wow. uh, in the uh, August 2018 and the Survivor Series 2018 kickoff. Yeah, they've just completely dropped off the face of the planet. Uh, you know, the only time you hear about them is, is suspended. wellness policy violations. It's a shame because I love the colognes. I, I think they're a very good tag team. Giant420 Ginger. How many Swafters watch your reviews and live streams to see if Raw or SmackDown are even worth watching that week? NXT slash AEW are my go-to week to week. We don't know. It's it's something we've been taught, you know, because the views are down. I don't know if you've noticed on the channel. And we've we've asked people, and, and the big feedback, we just thought it was us being bad, and that's definitely still the case. But it's everyone said back the, the same thing, and it's there's too much wrestling to watch now. Yeah, it's just like since October, since SmackDown moved to Friday and AEW starting on Wednesdays, people have, and NXT being on TV, mm -hmm. it was like there's just too much wrestling. It's burnout, yeah. yeah, it's complete burnout, which is actually the opposite of what we thought was going to happen. Nate drops her name. What a go home angle. <laughs> this company. But they are in the Rumble, and I'd imagine Lana and Liv will be in the Rumble as well. So you could argue that it was a go home angle for the Rumble. They need to be chucking each other out the ring over the top rope. Uh, DX Solo, I was making a sign language joke due to the sound. He wasn't talking about the wrestling Ah, uh, wrestle sign. Yeah, we need someone in my, my <laughs> lady partner learns sign language. We yeah. just need her here and she'll be... Like on Channel 4 late at night doing the in-betweeners. The best sign language... That's gold. <laughs> it's, so, it's the most it's fun so one to do. It's so razzmatazz. Oh, that was actually one of the other complaints we had on the podcast. We did too many, too many, or, or too many visual, visual gags. Things, yeah. um, DX Solo again. ML3, MLK3 week push <laughs> confirmed. Justin Anzuluda says, going to the Rumble on Sunday. I'm so hyped. Oh, amazing. You Have a be. great time. That's my... Actually, do you know what? I think I could probably go with never going to a WrestleMania, but I'd love to go to a Royal Rumble live. I agree. Um, your casual fan, don't change a thing, you brave, brave boys. We were really brave when the technical issues yeah. kicked in. Yeah. Uh, a couple more. Rob Burrell says, I love the Caruso alert. There you go. Take that, Sean Turner. I like it too. It's an uh, easy gag. When like, a, a big paragraph hasn't had a joke in, I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, I can put a Caruso alert. <laughs> 
Dan Walinski says, did Luke roll a 20 for stealth at the beginning? <laughs> and my stealth is so high. They don't need to roll a natty 20s in order to get uh, all right, past everyone. All right. uh, Clifford Miller, every time I hear the Apple notification sound, I instantly think of a Caruso alert. Thank you for getting that stuck in my head now. Atheist News, Caruso alert. Nothing wrong with Creary of recurring jokes on Chopper's birthday. Thanks for all the laughs. Keep it going. Dot, 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 dot. Drake Maverick. Crerif. <laughs> I'm just going to put all of them in the same one. It'll be the alert noise. I'll be I'll be behind and I'll go Crerif. <laughs> and that's it. That's the last one. Right. Oh, well, thank you ever so much, everyone. Stick around uh, later on because we'll have our Royal Rumble predictions. Oh, we have had one coming. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, Rusev wins the Rumble, uses it to fight Bobby Falana. Who's that from? That's from uh, Pavi. Oh, Pavi again. Yeah. Very well, active today. Email in from Matt, who says, Hello, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, not Randy, Pete, Simon, all the Wrestle Tykes, uh, Blake, Ham, you piece of crap, and Dave, gone but not forgotten. Greetings from Sweden. <laughs> I just wanted to email Sweden. to tell you how much I enjoyed the impromptu sing-along of the Bon Jovi classic always on one of your podcasts between Christmas and New uh. Year. I really got into it, so much so that my oldest son came into the kitchen to ask A, if I was okay, <laughs> and B, what that noise was. Ha 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 ha. I am thinking this could be a regular podcast feature. Was it only on the podcast? Or did we... Because we went through a, a period in December where we just started singing at the end of... Friday shows. Mm. We did do a little bit, but I don't think we did it fully. Um, but anyway, I thought it was a it was a fun bit of singing. My uh, I don't think my wife was as keen. She no. also I don't think whenever we've done karaoke, I don't think she's been massively into it. It doesn't translate well to well, maybe it does. But when we're drunk and doing karaoke, oh, it's obnoxious. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Mm. Yeah yeah yeah. It's can laughter in a street profits segment. <laughs> That's what it is. And on that note, please head over to Patreon and subscribe to our drunk cast mm. over there because you get all that obnoxiousness uh, once a month in your ear holes. So do you know what I've been weirdly listening to? What's that? A lot over the last couple of days. The lightning seat. Do you believe in life after love? Now, why on earth are you listening to that dreadful song? I can song feel that something in inside me say, I really don't think you're strong enough now. What am I supposed to do? Sit around and wait for you while I can't move You know, she goes the auto tune yeah, yeah. bit. Because I'm using it in the book. <gasps> oh, oh yeah ollie's new year's resolution write a book in 2020 50 000 words minimum mm-hmm. and yeah let me know when you get to a hundred seventy thousand. was that how long your one was yeah, it's too, it too long it's too long it's behind it you, was I meant to be it. it was meant to be a hundred thousand words i went well over target yeah so i mean the size of your book which i'm looking at mm-hmm. right now is is tall yeah, and it is And the dense. font's small. It's dense, mm. yeah. What's GSM you're rocking on the paper? I don't know if oh, you no, can Dolph easily Ziggler's find that out. Dolph Ziggler's balanced on it. Um, anyway, Christopher Jenkins also gets in touch to say, Hello, Leroy everyone. Just want to give you a quick Jenkins. update on the new Some Kind of Mallet. As a, oh, yeah. As a medic, the wintertime is always pretty busy for me at work. Much of my time was spent on ambulance or in, on the ambulance instead of at the station where I work on said mallet, so the progress has been coming along a little slower than anticipated. Since I tried to make everything life-sized, I'm using a shovel handle for the mallet, <laughs> which will make it about about one and a quarter meters. That's 49 inches. Whoa, tall. that's the size of my penis 
Which on is, a wreck. Which is about chest height. Blimey. Uh, the head will be 33 centimetres deep by 40 centimetres wide. That's 13 inches by 16 inches. I think I heard you say that you might be moving to a bigger studio soon. We kind of need to. Well, it's not technically true. Yeah. We're staying in the same studio. Uh, and I was worried you might not have a place for something so bulky. It's hard to be a sex tape. So I was we thinking... We can go in the new, the new area. So I was thinking I could give it a... So I was thinking I could give it a breakaway handle, like a snooker cube. Ah. So it could be shorter if necessary, but I would rather not cut the handle in half if possible. Let me know what you think. Here are a few photos of my progress. P.S. Sorry for the portrait photos. Good I Lord. don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, let me get this. Uh, you do you, Jenkins. Um, do not cut that that handle in half. Oh, my God, it's enormous. Wow. Yeah. Great audio content. 13 inches by 16 inches. For me, that is a... Uh, it's like a ruler, right? Yeah. 30 centimetres? That's it, on the floor. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that it won't go in this studio, but we'll put it in the larger studio that we were just talking about. Yes, because I'm not sure we could balance this. Maybe you no. can, because he's balanced it. But thank you so well, much. He's, he's leaned it, I suppose. Thank you so much, Jenkins. Thank you very, very much. That's We've so got cool. Time for a couple of other yeah, emails. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm not going to do that. That was actually feedback one. Uh, oh, here's one. Weird appliance things. Mm. Uh, we were talking about this on Friday's show. This comes in from Jonathan, who says, Hi, Luke and Ollie. Uh, I have a couple of weird appliance works to tell you about. Back at my first TV job, we had a tower cam that looked over the city and we can charge the di- change the direction of the cam it was pointing towards from a control room or the weather station. Only on Fridays it could be changed from the weather station and not the control room. What's it? What? Huh? I've, I've, I've read it word for word. So, but what was this in? What were so they ch- emailing in about? Weird appliance. Do you know we were talking about how like there are certain things in your house that things are broken. that are just broken? Okay, I thought we had a different appliances. Took my mind somewhere else. Yeah, these are just things that are wrong with the house that you can't be bothered to fix, and then just become yeah, part they're just of your a life. thing. Just- so all you ju- just on Fridays, presumably because of some bit of code somewhere that's been left over. Most likely, uh, you got to go over to the actual thing and do it manually. Yeah. Also, really early, we would tape the shows on DVC Pro Tapes. On Thursday, the only way to record the show was to tap the tape on the side of the recording tower <laughs> five times on the top and three times on the bottom oh. of the tape. Didn't matter if you used a different tape on Thursday, it wouldn't record. That sounds to me like uh, that. That's that's a spell, what you're doing there. <laughs> you're summoning the spirits of VCR. <laughs> of the weather. Yeah. Um, right, should we bring this to a close then? Um, yeah, I suppose we better have bring this to a close. Mm-hmm. We've got some get betters that I'd like to do, but we'll do those on the AEW show. Oh, I, I have been keeping up with the developments the on the cruise yeah. and the Kardashians, as always. You're my girl, uh, Kylie Jenner. I think that's one of them. <laughs> you, you're, my, you're also my girl. Uh, Dorado. No, what's uh? I can't remember. I cannot. My mind is just blanked on the father who is now uh, has changed gender. Oh, um, oh my god! Oh, it's it's um, Bruce Jenner. It it's Caitlyn Jenner. It's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> okay, there, there we, we go. go. The only one I really remember is there was a podcast I used to listen to that said that <laughs> one of them, I think it was Chloe, looked like Chewbacca. That's the only Kardashian I oh, really know anything mean. about. That's mean. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what were we saying before that? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
when you were talking about the cruise, you said you were keeping oh, yeah. tabs on the cruise. It looks really good. The setup looks amazing. I'm really excited to see how it's how it's filmed because you're going to have the sea behind you. Yeah. Oh, I'm really, yeah, really looking forward yeah, to it. AEW mm. at sea, Dynamite at sea, I think they're, they're calling it. But I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. I've seen Brian Alvarez and MJF having some Twitter badinage, which sounds very, very fun. Anyway, right, let's get out of here. We'll see you on the AEW review, which will be this coming Thursday. Head on over to our YouTube channel to watch our new form predictions video and let us know what you think of that. Um, and of course, keep your feedback coming in on, on the podcast. This is our most listen to episode Rory always is so putting a call out once again thank you all so much for listening take care I love you goodbye roundabout season two presented by nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way we're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas you will be timed misguided plans i grew up in the city so i have like you know a healthy fear of real extreme darkness (laughs) a lot of laughs y'all weird but you yeah you you were different and so much more Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.